I'm Brian Hu. I'm Ada Singh. And welcome to Saturday School. When your friends are watching Saturday morning cartoons, you're being forced to learn Asian American pop culture history. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Saturday School. Today we have a very epic historical film, the 2006 film Journey from the Fall. Yeah, the film is directed by Ham Tran, who is a Vietnamese-American who grew up in Orange County. Like a lot of folks from that generation, he sort of grew up knowing the stories of the war and the fall of Saigon, but not really being able to talk about it very much with family members for whom this is trauma. But for like this newer generation, these unanswered questions might give them a better sense of like why their families are the way they are. So Ham ultimately went to UCLA for film school, became this huge star. When his short film, The Anniversary, was shortlisted for an Oscar for short film, he drew a lot of attention, not just within the film world, but also from Vietnamese Americans who suddenly felt like, maybe this guy is our storyteller. In the interview that we did with Ham years ago, like when the film was coming out theatrically, he told us, you and I, Ada, when we were working at Asia Pacific Arts, that he was approached by like studio people who wanted to know, hey, I mean, you're probably a pretty decent filmmaker. You're noted by the Academy. Do you want to make a movie with like Tim Roth in it? Maybe Tim Roth can be in Vietnam at the time. And he was like, no, no, no. I need to tell a story from the perspective of Vietnamese Americans and the Vietnamese people who kind of went through the war. And it was really on the Vietnamese American side. So all these like entrepreneurs in Orange County who've made a good life for themselves, who have money, who realize this is our chance to finally tell the story of our community. And he is our man. He is the filmmaker who will have the chops to do so. And that began this incredible filmmaking journey that led to Journey from the Fall, which is, I think you were alluding to, like, this is one of the rare epics of Asian American cinema, like a bona fide epic. Like, usually we, we say movies with high production values that, you know, you're like selling out or whatever it is. But like, this is a story that deserves every dollar that went into this movie. And they made it look expensive because that's what this story deserves. It deserves to look like a big budget war film. And it's incredible that they pulled it off with the help of these producers in the community. And then really with the help of the community itself in donating their stories. Ham talked about when he had actors on the set, they would reminisce about their memories of what was it like in the re-education camps or on the boats or what was it like moving to the United States. So it's Ham's personal story about his memories growing up in Orange County, but it's also an entire generation's collective memories. This is why I think Journey from the Fall remains such an important movie. And of course, why it fits within our season on Asian Americans in Asia is that in order to tell the story, Ham and his team had to go to Asia to recreate the fall of Saigon and the years that followed. But before we get into that, I think it's probably worth talking about what types of Hollywood films had been made in the past about Vietnam. Yeah, so I mean, when he started making this movie in the mid-2000s, there had already been decades of legendary Vietnam War films. And you can think about like all the Oliver Stone movies like Platoon, Born the Fourth of July, as well as stuff like Apocalypse Now, The Deer Hunter. These are like big, brawny, Oscar-nominated, kind of like macho white man films. They're macho, but they also like get into the anxieties of white masculinity that Vietnam wrecked upon us as a nation. And it's ultimately like when we think about us as a nation, it's really kind of the white male nation that's being interrogated with these films. And I remember like Ham telling us that like a film like Heaven on Earth, the Oliver Stone film, 
came to stand for like the second generation Vietnamese American quote unquote memory of what happened or cinematic memory because they didn't really have any other images. They basically had to adopt the images that Hollywood created, which again were usually from the perspective of white men in the military who was either there to like save Vietnam or the movie was about how war twists Americanness. So the whole story of what the Vietnamese went through was completely neglected. Meanwhile, in Vietnam, they were making films about the war, but there were very different kinds of films about the war. They were about what they called the American War. And that perspective didn't really take into account the Vietnamese that were forced out of the country, that went through re-education camps, and then what happened to their lives when, once they were scattered throughout the world in places like Orange County. So that story wasn't being told from the Vietnam side either. So it was really up to the Vietnamese Americans, the Vietnamese in the diaspora, to go back to Vietnam to tell that story. But they were not able to shoot in Vietnam for political reasons, for the same reason that they're not making films about that history in Vietnam. Uh, Vietnamese Americans couldn't just swoop in and make those films themselves. So they shot a lot of it in Thailand, where they were able to recreate the fall of Saigon, the re-education camps, and some of the most breathtaking moments in this film. Very early in the movie, you follow this family. Long is played by Long Win. Mai, played by Diem Lin. The grandmother, played by the legendary Kyu Chin. And it drops you just straight into the chaos of a family deciding whether or not to flee for their safety. The husband wants to stay because he wants to fight for his country. And one of the main things that they're arguing about is, is there anything left to fight for? And this idea of the Americans are gone and the Americans broke their promise. <laughs> I feel like that's the type of stuff that you would never see in an American movie about the Vietnam War. Right, because if the perspective is from the American military, then the objective all along has been, we need to win this war, as opposed to like the war is about quote-unquote freeing the Vietnamese people. So from the Vietnamese perspective, that should be the ultimate theme here. So for this one to begin with basically saying, all right, the Americans are abandoning us. We must fight for ourselves. That's how we are introduced to the characters, as well as to the splintering narrative. Very early on, they're separated, the dad and then the mom, grandmother, and the young son. And then the dad is ultimately captured, sent to the re-education camps, and we see the horrors of that. Horrors, but also like the unlikely ways in which survival is maintained and community is formed. And then on the other hand, you have the mother, grandmother, and son ending up on a boat, drifting to the middle of nowhere. Their encounters with pirates, and ultimately their arrival in Orange County. I, I think it's really significant for us to acknowledge that this film ends in Orange County, because a lot of Vietnamese war films do not. They end with some, some element of war, whereas here they want to say that this story continues because these families continue to live and survive and remember in places like Orange County. It seemed important for him to show everything they had to go through to even arrive in America, but the suffering doesn't just like go away. Yeah, so like if indeed the Americans saved the Vietnamese people and took them in as refugees. They basically made them survive on their own once they arrived here. And it's not a very compelling savior tale if that's indeed the case. 
And we see that like, Q Chin's character ends up picking up trash on the street. That's how they survive. And you see how um, the boy in the film, the son, he's a loner and he's left his own devices without the language and he has to fight against like the other boys in school. There's a conversation earlier. I think it's on a boat with the mother and another parent. They're sort of talking about like, how are we going to explain this to our children? Like, will they ever understand why we left? Also, I wonder if our kids will miss our homeland the way that we do. That's kind of like the setup for the scenes in Orange County because you see this young boy not quite understanding why his mother's gone all the time working, not quite understanding why his mother never talks about his dad, kind of blaming his mom for a lot of things. Yeah, I think what you're saying about like yeah, this question of will our kids remember Vietnam or miss Vietnam gets answered through the making of this film. Yeah. Like, acknowledged by this new generation saying, we don't really know how to miss it because we don't understand it. We don't really remember it because we were too young. And the, the early generation doesn't really want to talk about it. So what we're missing is not just a concrete memory that needs to be revisited, but rather this vague hole that not one person can just fill in. And it's not even like I can just ask my parents and they'll tell me because first of all, they might not tell me. But you know what? My friend's parents might tell me because it's less personal for them to tell a stranger or somebody who's not so close to it. And then if you ask enough people, then that fills in a picture of the Vietnam that you quote unquote missed. And the result, is it authentic? Is it fragments of perhaps distorted memories? I think it's all of those things. Yeah, it is sort of this beautiful example of Asian Americans rediscovering the story of their parents. Yeah, and, and also like saying, like, let's sit down and write this story together. It's 30 years later. We're not the same people. We've gone through a lot since then. But based on who we have left, let's try to tell that story. And it's a really humble endeavor. And that they could turn it into something of such great range is it's really triumphant. You've screened the film multiple times, both as a programmer for the San Diego Asian Film Festival and also in your classes. What are some of the reactions that you've gotten over the years? So I think we should mention that when the film first came out, it was on the festival circuit and got a lot of acclaim. And then it originally came out in Orange County in 2007. We actually had one of our writers, <laughs> Lehman, and the article she wrote. She's a second generation Vietnamese American. And she talks about the tone in the screening was like the floodgates were open. It was an invitation to remember and People were sobbing, obviously. And what I found was like when we screened it again a couple years ago as part of a program called Cinema Little Saigon, which was on the occasion of the 40th anniversary of the fall of Saigon, we found that kind of like half a generation later, families were still not really able to talk about. Like they still had not talked about it. So you find new families who still use this film as the opportunity to talk about what they went through. Even something as simple as that's not what our family went through. And then you could start saying, well, what did our family go through? Or for parents to say like, yeah, this is exactly what happened. And then for the kid to just be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like this happened? Just on that superficial level, this film invites conversation. But then it's also like for everybody, like beyond just the Vietnamese American community to look at this and say, this is a part of our history. And for us in San Diego, which is one of the major destinations for Vietnamese and Southeast Asian refugees after the wars, it's even more important for Vietnamese and non-Vietnamese to acknowledge this and to acknowledge that those scenes that happened in Orange County, that's places like San Diego as well and places 
like Houston and places like Philadelphia. When I was teaching at Cal State Fullerton, which is in Orange County, I taught this film in an Asian cinema class because I wanted my students to know that a film from Asia can end in their backyards. I like to think that they were moved by that. But certainly like the Vietnamese American community, this film is still extremely poignant. It's an oral history that's done through a cinematic narrative. It's something that brings people together. When you're done with it, you feel like you've gone through something together. And that's, that's the reason we watch movies. Saturday School is a proud member of Potluck, a collective of podcasts that features stories of voices from the Asian American community. It's produced by me and Brian. Our theme song is courtesy of Rimsky Music and Premium Beat. Check out our website at SaturdaySchoolPodcast.com where you can find lecture notes and links to all the films we covered. Or you can tweet us. I'm at Ada Singh, A-D-A-T-S-E-N-G. Brian's at Who's Brian, H-U-S-B-R-I-A-N. And our podcast handle is Wake Up Sat School. Next week, your assignment is to watch the 2007 film, The Rebel. Class dismissed.